0: in the online broadcast network after buzz TV over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after show entertainment <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to UFC After Buzz TV. We are here talking about UFC 177. Although under very unusual circumstances, it was still a great fight card with some awesome fights. For those of you who weren't here last week, me and my uh, buddy here, George Hermosa made a bet. And the bet and who was are you though.
2: Well. I'm Darry
1: <laughs> Baronato. Hold on, I'm gonna get to the intros in a second. This is part of the bet. Uh we made a bet that I said Shayna Baszler was going to win. He said Shayna Baszler was going to lose. Shayna Baszler lost. So uh, And
0: now the, now the loser dies. The loser so dies. So come to Hollywood and Vine at 8.30 for Rundle. the public execution.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're bringing those happened. back. We're bringing those back. Yeah.
1: Rural. No. But um, here's my beautiful, amazing, charming, awesome, darling co-host, George Armosa.
2: And the uh, and. The
1: my awesome, amazing, charming Caucasian co-host, Jay Tan. You
2: made a bet with
0: him too.
1: I, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, no, the
0: meanings. I just wrote on the coattails there. I didn't know that that was. It funny. lessens whatever my you know
1: he descriptions told, he, was. He told me I had to give him an over-the-top introduction, and I knew it would piss him you off. You forgot? I added Jay into it. You so forgot? You it.
0: forgot one key part that I told you in the trailer, but I guess you're not going to do I'm it. I'm not going to do that. The number one.
2: Then um. Man, never mind. Um. <laughs>
1: it was very inappropriate, America. So thank me for not doing it.
2: Yeah, some of you are uh, you're lucky to be watching, listening on iTunes rather than oh, YouTube. This one, <laughs>
1: true. yeah, this would be a va- very bad visual. <clears throat> no puns intended. Anyway, we are going to be discussing TJ Dillashaw, not versus Hannah Burrell, but versus Joe mm-hmm. Soto. Who? Okay, exactly. Exactly. This this was a big game changer last minute. UFC 177 was scheduled to go uh, yesterday with TJ Dillashaw uh, defending his title for the first time against Hannah Brown, the guy who he stole the title from originally in the beginning.
2: Stole. He didn't he steal it. it.
1: Won it. He I didn't... think he stole it by that performance, but whatever. Win, steal.
2: By dominating him for That's... four
1: and a half rounds? That was some awesome footwork.
2: Yeah, but how was that J. stealing?
1: No, it's not stealing.
2: Not stealing in a bad way. Maybe uh, It was
1: my drama. I was, I was trying to dramatize rested it. Rested
2: it. Took it.
1: I don't know about wrestling. Finagled,
2: yeah, he wrestled. Finagled? wrestled but he
1: finagled. He really had a finagle. Maybe not
2: that either. Yeah, no. I don't think so. But he claimed it in a big way. He claimed
1: way. it. That, that's a good one. We all <laughs> agree on claimed. He claimed the title from Han and Barrow. Uh, it was supposed to be a rematch. Anyway, Hannan Barrow fainted during weight cutting and had he to. He hit up. his head. And hit his head. I mean, he hit his head. Did he hit his head?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the story. That's yeah. what he said, yeah.
2: He had, okay. uh, it was a, a difficult weight cut. Well,. Th- those last couple of pounds, he had about three to go. And right. in, in an interview with Joe Rogan, right. um, before the event itself, before the main card, he was mm-hmm. saying that he was dehydrating in a tub, probably with uh, Epsom salts.
1: Epsom salt, I'm sure. And
2: yeah, uh, yeah. and I think got up really fast. Fainted, hit his head. It's, in the tub. It makes and, sense. I mean, yeah. Hannah
1: Brown has been known to have hard weight cuts in the past. He's always made it. Um, he hasn't always made it. I think he's had. No, he hasn't. He's, no, he's always made it. He's always yeah. made it. So this is the first time Hannah Brown's never made it. But he's always had hard ones.
2: Henry Cerudo, who we'll talk about later as well. Yeah. He's the one that also this. Yeah, this show was cursed with two really bad cases of people not making weight. Right. You know, important. Matches and uh, and Henry Ceruto, Cejudo, pardon me. For for those that don't know, Henry Cejudo is a uh, uh, Olympia, a U.S. Olympian um, in wrestling at 121. I'm not sure if it was one Olympics or two Olympics ago. But Oh, uh, two thousand eight. Yeah, Beijing. Okay. Beijing. Yeah. So um, he uh, he's fought several times. Uh, he's had a, a pretty decent career um, in independent. Uh, other regional promotions. And this is his first chance in the UFC. And unfortunately, you know, he, he had wrestled at 121 only, what, no, six years ago. Right. Uh, of course, wrestled all, your, all his life, as you do when you get to the Olympic level. And uh, unfortunately, for the fifth time in a row, could not make 125. He's had a record of this since uh, November 13th, uh, either having... Forcing a fight to be canceled or catch weights at 128, but right. uh, this was his first chance in the UFC, and uh, you know he was clearly not able to make. He was 25, a
1: very highly anticipated fighter coming to the yeah. UFC. I mean, not only because he's an Olympian, but he was a really good uh, competitor in MMA, not in the UFC. Mm-hmm. So he's he's
0: I believe undefeated. Well, not only just an Olympian, but because Cormier is an Olympian, but he's a gold
2: medalist. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: good point. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's so funny that out of all people not to make weight, an Olympic wrestler. For, yeah.
2: For a wrestler to not make weight is like a boxer forgetting a combination. Or forgetting a
1: glove like UFC <laughs> 1. <laughs> Something Throwback. like that. Yeah, Throwback.
2: sure. Sure. <laughs> R. jimison. Um, so, yeah. There's, there's two very strange scenarios of people that uh, know how to cut weight and have a long history right. in, of weight cutting.
1: But um, on a good note, Joe Soto stepped in. Mm-hmm. to take on the title match against TJ Dillashaw. For yeah. those of you who don't know Joe Soto, um, you will soon enough. He <laughs> is uh, a pro, but he's definitely not uh, new to the scene of MMA. He's 15-2. and two. He's held championships in, I think, two other organizations. Tachi Palace in and Central Bellator. California.
2: Uh, and and I Bellator. I he yeah. fought for... Uh, did he have, we have the title in Bellator? Yeah. I thought he fought. Yeah, he, okay. he was a champion he was in Bellator. A champ in Bellator. Okay, I sit corrected.
1: Um, so last minute, Dana White, Joe Silva, they were finagling around trying to find someone to fill this spot against TJ Dillashaw, mm-hmm. um, and they found Joe Soto. Although he was just making his UFC debut, like we said, he's no newcomer to the sport, so it kind, mm-hmm. it kind of made sense to us.
2: He's a name that's certainly credible, but doesn't uh, uh, the mainstream fans haven't uh, haven't been introduced to him yet? Um, not on the level of the UFC, right? But uh, I mean. Now, now they have. And what a great performance. He what put a great on, performance. You know.
1: Before we get to that, yeah. I think someone just snuck in
2: through, Let's get our through man the door here. 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 Yep, Let's We're here the with
1: Mr. Kenny Johnson. He is the wrestling coach of MMA. He's uh, coached guys from Leota Machida to mm-hmm. Anderson Silva. He works over at... oh,
2: Our audience. That's, yep. that's
1: our live audience, guys. <laughs> um, he's coached guys uh, of all calibers. He's over at Black House MMA. It's uh, right here in SoCal, Kenny and, Johnson, and welcome. founder of
2: Bolt Wrestling Systems. Yes. Right?
3: Hey, yes. Thank you. Sorry, I was a. I had to sneak in a little bit.
1: That's all right. I'm glad you're you're here. here,
3: bro. Yeah, thirty minutes from TV. Yeah. Jesus. Zion. Wow. Were, were you? I
1: hear you were on a motorcycle.
3: <laughs> yeah, on the Harley. Had to fly down. He was
1: on his Harley.
2: Was that one of the ones uh, you got from the uh, from coaching on one of the tough seasons? I was no, just going to say that.
3: No, this is one I actually paid for, but <laughs> they would like it. to give me one, <laughs>
1: another one. Did they, uh, did they give you one? On, did no, they they got,
2: it
3: was... Um, I can't remember who got it off the. How coach, many
2: seasons though. have you coached on uh, Tough?
3: Uh, I just finished my third one. It was I did wow. the season of season eight with Nogueira versus Mira. Was that season nine? Mm. I did season two in Brazil with, Ver- with Verdum versus oh, okay. Nogueira. Yeah. Oh, cool! And I just did. We just wrapped about, and it just started uh, Tough Latin America. Okay. Okay. And oh, just, okay, I think it's on. It's maybe second episode airing just
2: all did first recently yeah. yeah Kane and uh, Kane Junior Dos Santos no Kane Verdun versus, I'm sorry Verdun. Verdun. and
3: then Verdun fights Kane uh, for the title on November right. 16th right.
2: well let's set up because this is going to be a really interesting conversation uh, this hour because we've got a lot of different levels to cover here <laughs> yes um, let's uh, should we run run down uh, the results yeah first I'm going to run down
1: the results real quick and then I want to get back well, to, a little bit to talk about
2: Kenny's background and why he's so relevant here not just to He's got perspective on Henry Cerruto's weight cut as well as uh, Barrau's, his connection with a lot of the Brazilian fighters, you know, top level guys. So he's got a lot of analysis or a lot of insight to bring to this situation. Definitely.
1: Let's start from the bottom of the card. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had Yancey Medeiros versus Damon the Leech Jackson. Uh, Yancey Medeiros took it round two. they were calling it all sorts of things, a, a reverse bulldog choke. Yeah. Uh, a, what else did they call it? A reverse guillotine. I don't know what they were saying, but it was a gnarly choke and super mm-hmm. tight from the beginning. Um, the leech was, as I said in my notes, leeching <laughs> in the first round, uh, holding on. Sticky on, on Yancey. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling on Yancey Medeiros. Uh, great takedown defense by Yancey Madero, though. Mm-hmm.
2: It looked kind of like Yance, uh, uh, Damon, sorry, yeah, Damon Jackson, the leech, kind of put himself in a bad scenario in trying to get out. Yancey had, uh, I believe, the beginning of a uh, of a guillotine, right? And uh, Damon twisted his body away from Yancey,
1: almost put his back
2: exactly, to such Yancey. that you end up back to back, looking away from each other, right? Yancey Madero's kept that choke on and uh, and I believe they they end up they kind of uh rolled to the ground,
1: yeah, he kind of like slowly took him to the ground way yeah. behind him, which is so.
2: It was Odd. between – it, be, yeah, reverse bulldog choke, which mm-hmm. I don't personally know. It reminded me of a reverse yeah, – of a dragon sleeper it, <laughs> that you get from Japanese pro wrestling. I, don't I think
3: that reverse bulldog choke's got to come from all-star wrestling for sure. You yeah. would say – what? Joe Rogan, I, Rogan said, it. said it, man. It wasn't hey, me. he grew up with all-star wrestling, so maybe he's watching <laughs> That's Jimmy true. the Superfly Snooker versus the Crusher the Bruiser. Something <laughs> something like that.
2: Although guaranteed those guys never hit that submission. <laughs> right. But that was the thing of beauty to be sure. Yeah. And for his efforts, he won performance of the night or uh yeah, performance bonus. Yeah. Uh, one of the two. The other being Stephen Jackson Jr.
1: was like out cold instantly. Yeah. yeah they as, were... as soon as they brought it to the ground, you see you see his eyes roll back in his mm-hmm. head Yeah, and you're just like, "Oh god, yeah, that's Yeah, that was
2: tight. one of two really nasty uh pass out <clears throat> submissions last night. Definitely.
1: Mhm. Uh, and then next on the card we have Ramsey Najem versus Diego Ferreira. Mm -hmm. Round two TKO by Diego Ferreira. He's undefeated. He's now... Mm -hmm. Is he now 10-0 or 11-0? 11-0.
2: Yeah. And this one ended up winning Fight of the Night. It really was... The first time I watched it myself, um, I I didn't get into it too much, but I think I was really just distracted because it went on to win Fight of the Night, and we've been watching it like two or three times (laughs) since we got here today, and... It really was a great back and forth battle. Um, Ramsey was pr- pretty aggressive in the beginning. Diego Ferrer kind of laid back and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think picked his pace. Uh, but then really took the fight to Ramsey. And there was a lot of, uh, a lot of great scrambles on the ground. Um, Diego was laying it on him pretty heavily on the feet and, uh, and was able to catch Ramsey. Um, let's see. Dropped him with a right. Uh, Ramsey had escaped a guillotine choke. Mm-hmm. Diego, uh, they were both on their feet. Diego lands a, a right. On Ramsey drops him and follows up with ground and pound, right before the second. What do you um, think of that so, one? Did
3: you no. watch the fights? I got to see. I didn't see the first couple. I saw though, the
2: yeah.
1: Last okay, part, so, we'll, but that
3: we'll bring one, you I saw the those. replay of that one. That was I like that one. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. I didn't think about that as being one of the. You know I was looking at the card and I was distracted about. I was just waiting to get to see Soto versus. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of I wasn't paying attention to the earlier fights a a yeah. couple of them, and then I rewatched that one and I'm like, hey man.
2: Yeah, that cool. yeah, it was, cool. that was a good choice for that one. There were quite a few, uh, quite a few really great matches in general. You know, right. we, we should talk a little bit later about this being a show that everybody was crapping on and saying it went from bad to worse in terms of the caliber of the stars. But the
1: only thing it went from bad to worse is, was what you just said. The, the names of the stars, the actual, yeah. the yeah. showbiz sell behind it. The actual uh, there was some
2: great action the quality there. of the
1: fights yeah. was fantastic yeah. I mean I enjoyed them and I that's
2: think a,
3: that's 100% I think yeah. that people you know what before you knew who Anderson Silva was mm-hmm. you know like even Rich Franklin when he was fighting Anderson I think it's Anderson's second fight in UFC he's right. Right. Oh. Title. Yep. he goes why am I fighting this guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean that's but that just goes to show you you Anderson never know who's gonna be. Anderson was yeah. already k rate, champ, whatever else, but still Get He had lost in
2: Pride and you could say, Well, he was a guy that lost in pride, you know, the real Chonin, you know?
3: But at the same time we're just like why, why am I fighting this guy? Yeah. Right yeah. and who is so, this guy? and a lot of people didn't know Anderson's name even though he had already been mm-hmm. big names or so other places and other people before there was a Chuck Liddell. Right. There was no chocolate. All of a sudden you he mm-hmm. hear his right. name. But the first time he's coming in, people are yeah. like, Who's this? Right. And that's it's my not bone to Dan pick Dan Severin. It's not Dan Severin. It's Right. Like, wow, it's not a guy
2: nobody. you recognize. It's some new guy that, oh, now I've gotta learn who this guy is. Well, yeah, if you're a fan of MMA, you got to. And that's right. my beef. I have a bone to pick with a lot of casual MMA fans and anybody that says that this wasn't worth watching. Right. You know, if it's not worth watching, then maybe you're just a casual fan. And if that's the case, okay, cool. Not a problem. Right.
0: Just don't complain about it. Exactly.
2: Yeah, you, you can't know, how have you, a How many baseball, baseball
3: games are on every day? Huh. Shoot, two, way too many. At least or 26. Or, yeah. I'm going through my TV and there's 75 channels just Major League Baseball right. after <laughs> show, <laughs> pre-show, during show. So true. From home plate, from first base. I mean, it's, it's hey, great, but we have not even... Or remotely close to that much MMA. Now they're yeah. talking about if we have five or six a month, they're talking about how it's overkill. Influx, yeah. right? And I'm thinking, how about a few years ago when those same people were mm-hmm. begging because yeah. they'd only get one a month? Remember back yeah, in the yeah. day? or
2: one every two to three months. You
3: know, that's the people like, oh, we appreciate our sport. Our sport's the toughest in the world. Yeah. Now it gets, now there's five, six, and there's only like four or 500 fighters contracted probably. Mm-hmm. So how often can they fight? So you better learn some yeah. new guys because you can't just, guess what? Since you are not UFC one anymore, it's UFC one hundred and seventy six or yeah, so. So, yep. like, look how many fighters have come and gone. How many champions? Like, you almost think you can't do without Tito, Chuck, you know, Ken Shamrock, all these guys. How could this ever go on without them? Right. Mm-hmm.
0: It yeah, had no, to go man. on without them.
3: And it, it involves. It's getting older. They it's going to go it. on without all these guys here yep. in a couple of years these guys will be going to be new guys yeah. Yeah. I
0: think that's so, how important yeah. the, the ultimate fighter is because at least with me watching uh, these guys like Tony Ferguson and Ramsey Najim who came from the ultimate fighter I already have that emotional investment because I yeah. watched the show yes. so I know who these guys are yeah. and I want to see these guys oh cool I saw these guys on the ultimate fighter yeah. now Absolutely. I get to see them fight on the main card on the main show on the main pay-per-view I so couldn't agree more. yeah so I think that's how that show helps not just you know finding a winner but finding guys who yeah. you can emotionally invest in I Let's mean pro- go ahead, go ahead.
1: A guy like Joe Soto, I mean, that's an opportunity that's so rare, so far and few in between. But he got that, and that is how his name got on the page. Mm -hmm. It would have maybe taken him years to do so otherwise. Who knows? Because he was making his UFC debut as of yesterday. And then he got a title shot.
3: He just fought 17 days ago against one of the guys that fought for me as an amateur. my teammate, yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, on Ware. Yeah so it's like it's such a crazy world you know I blew Tarion up when he lost to him I was like hey bro if you had just been studying wrestling under me for like the last two years I think
1: think every wrestling coach that ever worked with Tarion told him said that to him after and then when dude
3: got the title shot I called him I said hey I said man just think if you just stop that takedown bro you'd be fighting
2: for the title possibly so, so Only insane. a wrestling coach can get away with mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. Because if somebody like me <laughs> tried to do that, he would find me and kick my ass. And rightfully yeah. so, you yeah. know? Only a coach could do that. But uh, man. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I had to talk to him while
3: I see him and I just felt you know, I saw he had posts on his Facebook, you know, we had a tough fight and he's a tough fighter. Yeah. So I did it in, in all with you know, helping to come up, but I, I blew him up real nice on his yeah. Facebook. Yeah. And I was so sorry, Terry, but I had to. I, I and it was for a fire, not because mm-hmm to do anything else because i know him and i was like if you adjust the only fights this guy loses right yeah. is wrestling yeah takedown defense yeah and so i had to put him and then although
2: in this one well no he i mean he lost in the one against so he was yeah. losing in the striking in general and so then sure.
3: i was just like if you've been doing wrestling and then yeah. when he got that cause like man that could have been you
2: yeah could have <laughs> been you well wow. tarion's crazy. got a long uh, long great <laughs> career ahead of him as well for yeah, sure definitely yeah. that's
3: why it's important always be ready don't mm-hmm. so like have a camp for six weeks, and then you know, go go yeah. whatever you do. You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> he didn't want to give us any of his examples. I, I don't want to give any examples,
3: not for me, but you know, yeah. you might fall off the wagon in a lot of different areas, and and then go train for the biggest day of your whole life. It yeah. just takes six weeks to do it, so make it a lifestyle. You know, and, then, and-, and Joe Soto did. He's like just like when they when Dana they call mm-hmm. him, he's like, hey, yeah, I'm in, and you yeah. know what, I've been here before.
2: And that's, that's another point to a, a longer conversation as well. It's it's really getting to be a scenario with fighters where they have to stay ready. Whether they're making their uh, UFC debut, because we talked to Alan Joban about that, and he's on the list. He was explaining yeah. how they've got a list of go-to guys for a last-minute fallout. Uh, here's the list of guys they can go to and stick them in, and boom, you're officially a, a UFC fighter. You know, And that's great. The system is changing because of the new schedule, an influx of events. And I think we will eventually just by the nature of the more events, it'll dilute ratings or pay per view buys. Mm-hmm. It won't. If you get those stars, if those stars come up from this crop of, what did you say, 500 fighters? Maybe
3: like 400, five, 400 that could 500. Be off
2: yeah. By there are going right to there. be John Jones that come out of there. Ronda Rousey's, Anderson's, uh, Michael Bisping's, Chales. Guys that you want to watch and hope that you get to see them get their ass kicked or that you want to see them come up and win. You know? Right. That's going to happen. Um And so they're just throwing a wider net. now. They have to accept that probably the ratings, you know, are going to be hurt because fans are going to be overloaded with shows. Right. You know? um, but, but I don't but, know if you
3: want, like that. You know. If you want to call it overloaded, it's like this: what are baseball ratings? I don't know. Right. There's obviously a lot of baseball fans. Baseball's been around over a hundred years, so. Mm-hmm. But the fact of matters, you know, it used to be like you have to wait and one pay per view would come on, or yeah. now they have a um, you know the Ultimate Fighter. They've got. They've got the shows on Fox. They've got mm-hmm. the on Fight Pass. Then they've yeah. got, hey, you know what? That's exactly what you want. You want to be home on a day, just boop and kick on and fighting. And fighting. you know what?
0: Yeah.
3: For us, it's always That's kick true. the fighting on. And what is it? It's reruns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and typically, I don't know one person that clicks the TV and I go, oh shit. It's the Brewers and the Padres from last year. <laughs> <laughs> and just watch it. That's
2: a very valid point, Mike Nobody. Yeah. Point. When
3: what yeah. when? They might show a vintage game when like uh, OJ played or something. I watched that for a little while. Right. But that's you know what you're getting. You're not gonna yeah. just go, oh I can't come out tonight, bro. I'm watching a rerun of <laughs> right. fucking Ace. Well, Padres and Cardinals from
2: 83. <laughs> and nothing happened. Next <laughs> yeah. right.
1: training, zero, 0 If it's that Anderson Silva or GSP <laughs> match and people are flipping through and they, oh, yeah. it's the one where he knocks them out in the second round. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, mean more like I must watch that. Might, but you might yeah. even
1: not watch it because you'd be like, all right, uh, okay, I saw that
3: 45 five times, you know? Mm-hmm. I'll just keep going because, or I'm going to leave. But now they got the situation where. Man, it's starting to come up. I, I understand that with the ratings comes the commercial, how mm-hmm. much it so sponsors it. All yeah. this, they're going to find it. But what's nice is you can just kick the TV on and find new programming. I know yeah. it's not just UFC, you have World Series of Fighting, you have mm-hmm. Bellator. a lot of just fighting in, in these organizations. Yeah. Although they're you know, definitely, you know, we have the gorilla and everything else. But still, it's fresh fighters, yeah. and so a lot of these guys are coming from UFC and going that way or mm-hmm. coming from here and going up to the UFC, yeah. but it's fresh fighting, it's fresh, thing, and it's a sport you like. Just like yeah. when you kick baseball, if you're a football fan, you just, football's on, you don't care. Yeah. Right. That's Same what thing. we were
1: talking about in the training Fighting's
3: on, I don't care, and you've got a choice. Mm-hmm. And, and they're doing a pretty good job where I know they don't want to go head-to-head with the UFC, so typically mm-hmm. you can watch all of them and they'll have to pick. If you got yeah. TiVo, <laughs> TiVo
2: who's got there TiVo you know, now man I don't know man. <laughs> it's DVR <laughs>
3: time son well when I hit my answer machine that's clear so my
2: 2006 <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, alright well let's finish up let's talk about some of these, uh, these the top three here
1: Bet Coyhea, mm-hmm. Uh speaking of the new stars undefeated. here's a, De- this
0: was the fight that I was waiting for not just because we made a bet but <laughs> I, I love that whole backstory behind it of just kind of Betch going through the four horsewomen or whatever they oh, want yeah. to be called. Yeah, yeah, and just, we, yeah,
1: we all love that. She,
0: she went through Justin Duke already, and now it's Shayna Baszler's up. Um, and unfortunately, she won't be able to fight Marina because right. she's not in the UFC. Different but weight class as well. yeah. And, and, and plus, that girl
3: said she's not even concerned with her. So on to the next yeah. one. She's got one more. And even yeah. Shayna,
0: again, coming up from the UFC, or I'm sorry, the Ultimate Fighter. But she's kind of the pioneer. It's of It's weird women. to
1: say Shana Baszler came up from the Ultimate Fighter because yeah. Shana Basler was around. Shayna
2: Baszler has been around for a years minute. ago. She's
3: with us.
1: That's, That's right. right. Yeah. The the
2: pro League, ten years. years, man. Yeah,
1: she's yeah. been she's been pro since two thousand and three. But it's this is first, her that.
0: first UFC fight,
1: right? Yeah, officially. U- officially UFC debut, not yeah. including the Ultimate Fighter, yeah. where she lost immediately after getting into the house.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, which was also a bummer when I watched it because I'm like, you're a veteran. I've been watching you for years, and to get in a house with these new fighters and to see them. Maybe, I don't know, the timing's wrong. She was in a sport before. It was big, and now it's big, and mm-hmm. her time's passed. Who knows? But uh, anyway, Bet Koehe. She
2: was very competitive, though. Let's let's give props to Shayna. I gave her that first round. I gave her the first I round, too. I definitely gave her yeah. that yeah. first round. She yeah. clinched up and was ag- aggressive with uh, uh, with Corhea, Good and, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and a nice uh, guillotine choke the <laughs> uh, last 10 seconds. It was That first round was close, but Shayna held her own, and because Shit. of that guillotine choke at the end, I gave her the 10-9. For that one,
1: yeah, um, I, I would completely agree. I gave her a ten they, nine as
2: well, but yeah, and then in the second the round, Caia just you know oh kept her up God. against the cage like and, that last minute, was just kind of brutal to watch. It, yeah. it
1: was brutal to watch. Yeah. I know
2: it was a different scenario. Well, it reminded me, I think, this pretty much the same finish locationally as the Jessamyn, Jessamyn Duke fight. Although I know Jessamyn had broken her hand, I believe, in that yeah, one and couldn't do much at that point. But you know, she got her up against cage and just started teeing off on Shayna. Really good combinations. Really good you know. combinations. Shayna yeah. stayed up for her own part. I, I personally think she was out a little bit on her feet. Not not fully out, right. but she was she was taking those shots cleanly, you know? Yeah,
1: she was eating them. And I mean, after the first couple combinations that Betch threw, Shayna's hands were down by her side. She mm-hmm. he wasn't even defending. And you heard John McCarthy say, Shana, defend her. I'm going to stop it. Defend her yeah. if I'm going to, or I'm going to stop it. And she didn't defend. So yeah. he had to stop the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think when you're getting blasted with that high of a volume of punches, that are hitting somewhat hard. I mean, they were hitting mm-hmm. her. They yeah. weren't TJ Dillashaw. It was like
0: body body shot, head and shot, right. body body. Yeah. Like, yeah, they
1: were hard. They were doing damage and it, it it takes the wind out of you. It takes the heart out of you sometimes. So mm-hmm. yeah. she she put her hands down and John McCarthy had to had to stop it. Yeah. Um but then we had uh, Tony Ferguson versus Danny Castillo. Uh that was supposed to be fight of the night according to Dana White, but it turned out Quite what? differently, yeah. Dana White said he he predicted that to be fight of the night. Oh, okay. He Previously, thought it was going to be you know gotcha. a perfectly yeah. perfectly matched fight. Um, it ended up being quite a wrestling match. Kenny, what did you think of that one?
3: I thought they both came out in the second round and they both mm. didn't look. It looked like they trained. No offense, but it looked like they trained for a half around fight. Right. Hmm. They were really really noticeably tired. Even you know Joe and, and yeah. mentioned said they looked definitely the pace to slow down. I thought that. I was thinking there was going to be some fireworks in there because they both hit hard. They both have good wrestling. Right. I thought it was going to be more of a battle of striking, to tell you the truth. Because yeah. neither one of them <clears throat> would
1: want to go down to the ground with each other. Or just
3: they just, they've been, you know, the what Castillo just knocked out Charlie Brandman with that fake shot and mm. blew him up and just Beautiful knocked him out gold. I was looking, I was thinking something like that was going to be, yeah. occur or was going to occur. And I think that they wore themselves out in the first round. And then they came back and it was just kind of a slow grinder. It was a little difficult. But Ferguson
2: impressed me with his scrambling and, and work from the bottom. You know, he was, it looked like he was trying to to make things happen. You know, it,
3: it looked like he was trying to get out. Another guy was yeah. just trying to hold him down and there was really no yeah. damage that was occurring. I thought they could have, they could have mm-hmm. just
2: broke that up in a
3: second. It record. stood him up. He That's hurt. what I was looking he It was getting real painful to watch this you know kind of sliding back and forth kind of holding no nope. mm-hmm. and you know obviously danny is probably he looked tired mm-hmm. and if he could just hold him there and get some rest right he didn't want to unload on him and have him get up and have to deal with the feet so yeah. i think it was a factor the fight could have been more
1: mm-hmm. of
3: what it was but yeah. more exciting i think that they both got tired mm-hmm. which obviously happens when you're in a fight yeah but more no. so
1: yeah no tony ferguson's got some some awesome jujitsu as well he's yep. a 10th planet guy and you're right his scrambling was great but that's also something that tires both people out uh, Danny Castillo try, constantly trying to chase him down and get him back down and him mm-hmm. try, trying to get up it's just like a, a winless battle but it was a good fight overall and um, the Darce chokes by Tony Ferguson
2: in the first round man was, that's yeah. I think that's it
3: did it to him too mm-hmm. he just kind of he the he blew out he his arms <laughs>
1: That, that was, was a like- sweet
2: choke that he got, he clinched in there pretty, uh, pretty tightly and the fans were popping for it, even though it was, uh, Castillo in his hometown and Castillo's the one caught in it. Yeah. But yeah, he had that, uh, he was yeah, working thought, for that dark I thought for like that towards minute, the end
3: least. of the choke he knew he wasn't going to get, I thought he should have transitioned and got out of there you instead of letting him, instead of letting it go and then being on his back because I think that cost him. Right. Although it didn't cost him the fight, obviously, but I thought.
2: Yeah. But you think he might have like burned out his arms for the second yeah or... and
3: and I thought that he didn't have to end up on the bottom i mean after it, the tra- yeah. I feel like you know when it's you know when you're missing a hold's going to go away or an mm-hmm. opening is closing, and I think that you should uh he should have transitioned out before he just let mm-hmm. it go on, on his back, right. he could have stayed on top and capitalized yeah. Uh, out there, but, you know, he was, he was going for it, which I kinda like. He was yep. going for the submission. Yeah. That's yeah, it was nice. The thing, that it. was
2: the thing that won him the round for sure. For sure. I think, right?
3: For sure on yeah. that one. I Definitely. thought, because he had a minute, yeah, for like a minute or two mm-hmm. minutes or something. Yeah. He was going after it, so.
2: Yeah.
1: When Joe <coughs> interviewed him after, he, he said something along the lines of, uh, you, you weren't trying to actually get it, and he said, no, I was, Danny is mm-hmm. just that good at defending. Uh, yeah, it looked like he choke. defended really
3: 'cause really. Because it looked like at first it was in nice and tight. Right. He stayed in there. I mean, Danny defended it really, really well, nice. Well, they said,
1: you know, he's used to wrestling with those team alpha male guys. They call him team guillotine sometimes. So <laughs> he's used to getting his neck choked. So maybe that could have attributed to his <laughs> resilience in that choke. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we had the main event. TJ Dillashaw versus Joe. One bad mofo soda.
2: <laughs> Man, this one.
1: It was, I, fu- know, it was fun to watch. It I, really very was.
2: This is, I, I, I have several opinions on it. You know, when you talk about a champion defending on a 24 hour notice against a guy that hasn't been in the UFC at right. all, uh, coming in, you know, got a respectable record, but that hasn't been put through the UFC machine. That's one thing and you can interpret that. Then you're talking about a match where I'm, I'm so fascinated by, it. there weren't I'm going to go out and say, generally speaking, for a championship fight, there weren't a lot of strikes uh, thrown, not nearly as much as as you would otherwise expect. Both guys were very uh, calculating, I'll say. I mean, I, I want to preface what I'm saying because I'll probably make it sound worse than it actually was. But both, both guys were very careful on their strikes, at least the first couple of rounds. I don't think Joe Soto threw a punch in the first minute. We watched or it. Two. We were actually
1: counting how long. Yeah, yeah. it was like and, a minute and thirty before he threw
2: a punch. And by the same token, Dillashaw was very careful, leaning forward, dropping his hands, mm-hmm. looking for that shot. But neither guy looked bad. At least in my uh, remedial analysis of of striking, you know, not like I've have a long sparring uh, history or anything. But it was an exciting, compelling match. Even on a it replay, was. I am, I enjoy watching it. And I was on the edge of my seat waiting to see what was going to happen and who was going to land.
1: Had it not been for... Uh, Joe, first of all, TJ Dillashaw threw an immense volume of punches. But I think what you mean is that for TJ Dillashaw, it wasn't that much. Yeah,
2: yeah. At least compared for to For the Barrow, normal fighter, it was a lot. Compared to his his match with Burrow, he was not as yeah. commanding. It was much closer, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I he, he didn't dominate Soto like he did Barrow, You know, yeah. right. Who realized in, in that match that, holy crap, where the hell am I? What's crap. going on? Joe you know? Soto's
1: head movement yeah. was... Out of this world. I mean, yeah. a guy like T.J. Dillashaw, we've seen him hit Hannah Brow mm-hmm. around for however many rounds, and we're watching a guy Joe Soto who no one's expecting anything out of, uh, bobbing, weaving, and dodging almost yeah. every punch for like a minute there in the in the second round. His
2: face didn't get tagged up nearly as much and as you would And if you have look expected.
1: at damage done, I know we've yeah. seen fights where. The guy who's damaged the most ends up winning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean everything, but if you look at damage done, if you look at TJ Dillashaw's face after the fight and Joe Soto's yeah. face, Joe Soto, I think, had a broken nose, but not the. Black I think that guys. came from yeah. the
3: last kick, yeah. and then the one punch. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Other than that, he's looked kind of flawless. So, and, what did you think? You know,
3: uh, that was the true, truest Rocky story ever. Right. Apollo Creed came into town, picked a guy that's 50th on the depth chart, mm-hmm. and creates a fight, and Rocky loses, but. But it's a winner. I thought this one is the same thing.
0: Joe Soto had was, nothing to lose.
3: You know, it, it, at the same time, to for everyone else they're looking at it, yes, but to himself, like he said, "Hey, I've been here before. This is my first rodeo." Yeah, right. <clears throat> it's one of the biggest bulls he ever had to ride in that rodeo. But you know,
2: <laughs> that's a good way of um, it.
3: <laughs> so he came in. I thought the first round. I was wondering what was going to happen. It looked like Dillashaw was kind of pressuring him, walking him down. I was like, oh, you know, it, it, he found his rhythm and then he started pressuring him down. I think that was to yeah. me. I thought that was. One of the better fights of the night, and I think yeah. that was what a, a good title fight. If they were, if that would have been the matchup from the get go, I was,
2: mm. I was very. Nobody very would impressed. have said anything.
3: No one said anything. They were, right. yeah. Who's Joe Soto? I mean, Joe Soto has been in the game for years, man. Right. Yep. He's a Bellator champ. Yeah. So when he came out there, I was wondering how it was going to be, and that dude looked calm as you could be. Yeah. And just came out and and brought it, and you know he didn't throw as many strikes but his strikes counted he, yeah. he, he was hitting he he was landed getting some, some really some solid yeah. counter strikes mm-hmm.
1: uh, so tj dillashaw was throwing 20 punch combinations but one would land and it wasn't even significant enough to to make joe soto go back or anything like that yeah. joe soto would land pick his one pick it smart and land it and you yeah. would see a real real reaction from tj dillashaw
2: yeah I don't want to sound like an apologist for the UFC, but this was a fun, exciting show to watch. Absolutely. Even though going in, it seemed like there was a lot going against it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and really kind of like tragic, uh you know, oh, crap, penny penny, the sky is falling mm-hmm. kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. It delivered. The fighters gave us some fantastic matches and really competitive stuff, you know. That said, man...
1: Mr. Kenny Fucking Johnson, can I say that? Yeah, you
2: just did. You I just didn't. did. <laughs> oh, just, honestly, <laughs> is that this is my man from <laughs> back to, in. Jay told me to. Yeah, 2007, 2008, we worked together at Pro Elite, and uh, this was before uh, was it Eastbound and Down came out, and you have Kenny Powers. uh was it um, Danny, Danny Green's character, and I don't even think that you know. I mean, that's where it came out came from. Turi Altavilla and I were, uh, I we were talking knew. about that. You never knew. <laughs>
3: nobody then. else calls you that. Only you, man. I know every time I call Jay, I get, or he calls me, I know it's going to happen. On <laughs> then it's like a signature thing. If I it. doesn't do it, I'm going to be mad as hell.
1: Yeah, and, and, and be
2: like, what happened? Danny McBride on mm-hmm. Eastbound <clears throat> and Down. Kenny fucking Powers is mm-hmm. how he likes to refer to himself. <laughs> and the stories that this guy would have. So, pro elite, you know, we were both in the office. He was working sponsorships. I was doing a lot of the international uh, stuff. And he was in the cubicle behind me. And we had this little kind of cubby farm. You know, yeah. with a couple other people. One, one other guy was a fighter as well, working uh, working the exact position there. And this guy, Kenny, would constantly have these most ridiculous stories about almost beating the hell out of some guy, going up <laughs> to some I'm, – I'm trying to remember. was the one where the door opened? There was a the naked guy walking around with a broom. You remember? Oh, yeah. That's when they stole my
3: <laughs> – that's when they stole my cell phone or my bank account and was um,
2: – That's it. Yeah, There was like credit card fraud. Tracked yeah. it down. So, this is, the, this is the standard that I meet this guy, Kenny. Jesus. Not knowing, right? you know, I know you got I a want to about, I want background. to know the whole story. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> we'll do that offline uh, after the show because okay. it's worth another hour's worth. If but, you guys
1: want to hear it, we'll, we'll film a little after show on our phone and we'll yeah, post maybe it on our there. Facebook pages. And yeah. the
3: one guy in my neighborhood, when I put the mustard on, the, the dog shit, and <laughs> made <them. laughs> it. Remember that one?
1: <laughs> I don't know if you told me that
2: one or not, but again, could this could be an offliner. Sounds, yeah.
3: being
0: for, so stay <laughs> and tuned guy, for
2: yeah. the after after
0: buzz the, the after buzz to the, the after, after buzz, buzz. Yeah. after
2: the buzz it's the after buzz after yeah. buzz yeah. after hours yeah so this is my impression of Kenny Johnson and on top of that this guy goes and gets a couple of fights at Elite XC the right? same at, at the, the yeah. weigh-ins when you're working oh, the second one was at the
3: weigh-ins the first
2: one Oh, was it the first
3: one? No, the second was at the weigh-ins.
2: Yeah, because they had already you you were planning on fighting. They were going to give you a fight at the one first, point. The yeah. first
3: the first fight was planned, right? And that was like a few weeks out. So I got that right. one, and then the next one I, we were up in uh, Fresno. Yeah, it was like 150 degrees with oh, the tents. Yeah. The dressing rooms are in the tents. Yeah, yeah. A beautiful idea. Oh my god! But that's when the I, I was helping Melanie uh-huh. cut weight, my okay. girlfriend at the time, and. So I said, I'll cut with you. And she was 10 over. So I uh-huh. cut all day with her. She wow. made weight. But we are in the sauna and this guy, so I walk out to go get some stuff. I come back in. This guy's like, yeah, you need to do it this way. You need to do it this way. He's I was like, yeah, I was like, you need to shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about cutting weight. and He's like, oh, I'm 12 over. I'm going to make it. No problem. And he was saying something.
2: things. Kenny fucking Johnson right now.
3: Go. Yeah, so I said to <laughs> I said. And he was sitting there, I said, man, I said, listen to me. I said, don't listen to this fucking asshole. There's no one he's talking about. And so he's looking at me, he's, well, I'm fighting it tomorrow. I said, I said, if you fight tomorrow, you're probably going to get your ass beat. And, that, <laughs> and I was like, so shut up and don't talk to her no more. Cause we had, she had 10 pounds loose for, yeah. that was the day of. And you got to focus on that. Oh, stuff. wow. So she was 10 over cause she just didn't want to cut the weight in advance. <laughs> so hence leading into our weight cutting. Yeah, right. So she made the weight. I lost all the weight, so Mm -hmm. I dropped her off, she had to get her pictures and stuff, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna go park the car. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was a McDonald's around, I was like, (laughs) I said, I wouldn't eat and I'll cut 10 with you, I'll cut 10, you cut 10. So I dropped, I was in the drive-thru, and that's when, uh, Jeremy and and JD called me, like, hey, do you wanna fight tomorrow? One of our guys didn't make weight. Guess which asshole didn't make weight?
1: Boom. The 12-pounder that was talking shit to your girl. They almost
3: got knocked out in the sauna to begin with by somebody I know.
1: <laughs> so oh, that is awesome. I ended up
3: taking his spot and then yeah. fighting, and I lost the split decision, which I thought I won. And yeah. I, but, and I got cut open real bad. It was just not yeah. what you wanted. But it was nice because I had some sponsors there because I was the That's sports crazy. director. And so I was like – they didn't know I was going to fight. Cause I was like, yeah. hey, come walking out with their stuff. And they're like right. – then afterwards came set back down by him i actually closed the deal
2: at that fight fight, yeah. the fight so that was <laughs> kind of so. all i didn't know that point. that's hilarious so that's a nice uh, nice segue into this whole issue we're dealing with here with weight cutting <laughs> what well, do you what issue? do you make about this now you've worked with brazilians who don't necessarily have the strongest pedigree in wrestling right, right. and then but you also uh, you've tried out for the olympics what five six times six going on yeah yeah six so times. you know about this whole thing and have you worked with Henry in the past? I haven't worked with him. I've trained right. know, alongside him and whatnot. But I,
3: I can put it this way. What do you this make of this, a, Okay, I'm going to tell it to you real easy. Yeah. This isn't anything to do with culture. This isn't anything to do with black, white, brown, mm-hmm. Asian, other. This has to do with uh, two main things. One, the first rule of Fight Club is make fucking weight. Right. Because you can't have a second rule. Mm-hmm. If you don't make weight, you can't fight. So we've noticed that. So with that saying, you're... You're mentally – you're a fucking midget and a pussy hmm. and you're not professional.
2: How you, do you can't really make feel? Weight. No, wait, wait, wait. Stop mincing words here. How do you feel? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I think the most cardinal sin in wrestling, yeah. ask any wrestler,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you don't make weight. Yeah. Because not only do you fuck yourself – Fuck the team. This is period. an issue
2: that the UFC dealt with back in the this, early 2000s, but not now. Everyone got the message. No, they don't.
3: Because what happened is, no matter what they do, you know they start regulating college wrestling. They, now it's day of weigh-ins. Uh-huh. You're know, like one hour before. Right. Look at jiu-jitsu. You weigh in, mm-hmm. you step on the scale, and they take you right to your mat.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: You don't have time to do nothing because you're going to compete within five minutes. Yeah. Do it that way.
2: So the that- point, what's the benefit of that, though? The
3: benefit of that Let's is, you know that. what? First of all, you're going to make weight. Mm-hmm. Or not, but these guys are one. They're cutting too much weight, and they don't even know how to cut weight. These fucking assholes don't even know how to cut weight. Yeah. And here's the deal: you got a fighter that has like, like, I don't want to mention specific names because sure. I, I don't. Guys have, if you're a pro and have 20 fights, that that's a lot of fights. Yeah. Do you know that fourth grade wrestler has 20 matches in like three months? He's made weight more than the average pro fighter in half a season than a pro fighter is going to make in their whole fucking career. Yeah. I've had over 1400 wrestling matches. I made weight a thousand times. I used to cut weight a thousand separate actual weigh-ins. Right. I've, I used to cut 40 pounds is stupid. Sometimes I cut nothing. Yeah. You know, when I, it depends on the weight class. But you have to know. You have to know your body and you have to know how to cut weight. And that, these guys are not fucking doing it. And they're, they, they're 200 pounds and want to go 145. Yeah. And you see what's like happening. Anthony Johnson, right? And Hoops. then look, he, I trained Anthony. And when he's at 170, yeah. barely making weight, then 185, to heavyweight. That dude's all over it And look at how he's doing. He kept the weight on. And I think he's having up his career resurgence. Yeah. I think some guys that go up in weight, if you're just getting fat, that's not the idea. The idea of cutting weight is you're supposed to, if everything is held constant, mm-hmm. uh, skill, strength, speed, everything, and you have a person that their body fat is less. They have, so their pure, their lean muscle mass is more yeah. and with everything else equal, then I should be stronger because I have less body fat. So if our muscle fibers are exactly the same, if I'm cutting – if you have more fat on you than I do, that means I have more muscle. I should be stronger. That's the principle. These people got the principle all fucked out of whack. And so they're just trying to cut a bunch of weight. And what they do too is it's like a cool thing. Oh, you know, I'm 20 over. It doesn't matter. I got it. I got it. Bullshit. Half of them don't have it. And they miss weight. And all these guys missing weight. It makes it two guys missing weight and one guy's an Olympic gold medalist. Fuck him. He, and, and even Dana told him, "You're not. You can. You're still in UFC, but at a different weight." Yeah, you're in the 35, and you're not doing yeah, it. And you know what? You're what? Right or you're not here. doing it. Get out. And these guys, you know, and they always talk about. They make it like, "Oh, the doctor said I couldn't go anymore." Right. <laughs> no, you're punk little ass. Stop. The doctor had to tell you that. So the. Something happened you to you and die, then the d- d- MMA going to look bad. So you weren't doing it wrong to begin with. So a lot of these guys, they. Man, I see them go in and they're not going to make weight. And yeah. you know, when the doctor asks you, how do you feel? And they go like this. Oh, man, I've been cut while I am <laughs> Right. That's like. Okay, you don't want to fight, yeah. yeah. And then they, they come that's out there like crying. Me. I want to, I want to cut weight, but the doctor wouldn't let me yeah. because you're a fucking asshole <laughs> and you didn't cut weight properly. Yeah. You, that's why we talk. Be ready. It's a lifestyle. Right. Look at a guy yeah. like Leoto. Look at a guy like you know these guys that it's a lifestyle. It's a year round commitment. GSP. Yeah. All these things. Right. Man, they're ready to fight and train every day of their life like it's a lifestyle. They're professional. Yeah. If you're a fucking doctor and you go to work for six weeks. And then you just take seven or eight weeks off. You don't have a job no more. You won't have a job. And then if you go to work and you like go to go to work and then you pass out at work. Yeah. On the only day you have to do your job all year. You're definitely not
2: going to have that job. You
3: forget your lunch and you run out of gas and your dog eats your homework. You're going to get fucking fired.
0: Right.
3: It's only in this sport. And in this sport too, there's only two things you can be overnight. You can be a fucking porn star or a fighter. Go sign up at your gym. Get a fighting shirt and now you're a fighter. Yeah. Or you can go be a porn star just down the street from where we are now in the <laughs> valley. That's it. You can't get really? shoes and just, just show up at the Staples Center and be like I'm going to deal up with the Lakers. Right. Yep. So a lot of people, they're not professionals. Yeah. They, they're they adults, but they're kids. Yeah. They sign on the dotted line like they're a professional.
2: Right. But they're a pussy. Let me ask. So you think – And uh,
3: one thing, I'm sorry that – and anyone that's ever missed weight, they might – Anyone that doesn't make weight or anything, they can say what they want. They're like, oh, he's an asshole. Yes, I am, by the way, certain (laughs) things. But I'm telling (laughs) the truth. Anybody that's ever missed weight, what I'm saying right now – they're. They could. It they, they feels like I'm talking right to you because I am. But at the same time, they're thinking, they're feeling because they'll never fucking forget missing weight in their life. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. As a kid, that kid will never forget. It's a terrible feeling to step on the scale and be like, nope. <laughs> it's like you just got rejected. It's like you're going to kick a can all the way home. <laughs> you, know, you got beat up at the schoolyard. You have to face your mom. So these guys, I'm Bad. sorry about, but that's the deal. And you'll remember yeah. it. If you've never missed weight, you don't want to have that feeling. And I'm talking to everybody that misses weight and I'm talking to everyone that cuts weight like shit and then has a shitty performance and then is detrimental to what people say. Oh, they ran out of steam. Oh, i you know, I didn't feel good. I wasn't on yeah. my game. Man, you only got three fights a year. Yeah. Right. And the chances of something going wrong is okay. You could get sick or whatever. But the things you can control, you should control. Right. And the things you can't, like if you have oh, some wake up with strep throat, you can't control that. But, man, you better be able to control your weight and your eating, man. It's, you got control. What goes in your
1: mouth. That's yeah. what Dana White said. He's like, guys like Hannibal out, you have money for a nutritionist. Don't lie. You have money, uh, especially at that level, to to get the proper people in your life to – track you to track yeah. your diets track your weight cutting yeah. if you can't do it on your own
3: but let's be honest who the fuck has a nutritionist everybody nobody so right uh, they can't control what they eat because see a nutritionist too not taking anything away from what they do because they, if they're good and they do a good job they're, that's what they're there for right what you're going to prescribe for me to eat and not eat because I don't eat like the average person and the other average person doesn't eat like the other average person Right. Mm-hmm. you have to know and being a professional after 30 fights and all the training, you would kind of know what I should eat, what I shouldn't eat, if I'm going to make weight, not going to make weight. See, that's a whole sport within a sport as well. Right. And so they should be learning how to cut weight properly. And there's a whole specific system in place has fucking nothing to do with your eating. Cause everyone get, they talk about getting a nutritionist and they still cut 20 pounds the week of. Yeah. So what, what were they so 60 insane. over? So the fact right. of the matter is you better right. learn what one thing no one wants to teach you. Get a nutritionist, right? That's the, what Dan said. Um, how about get someone near you that knows how to cut weight in the last three days? Right. Healthy like, and that's why I end up going with a lot of guys. And when my guys, you know, I've had, I worked with one guy that didn't make weight a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And that was early on. Then after several him, and he never missed weight again. And I think that showed his growth and yeah. it showed like, I think he was learning as he was going. It wasn't right. a joke anymore. But after that, like if anyone's even close to missing weight, they're looking at me like, bro, you're a wrestler they can't make weight. I'm like, no, my guy's gonna make weight. No, I don't, I <laughs> so don't no, 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 worry like, about it. That's what I think
2: is really tough to to digest in this whole Henry Ce- Cejudo thing. You know, I not knowing him or his camp or his team or anything, I'm I'm baffled by the fact that there were five different times that he didn't make weight. It either had to be a catch weight at 128, right. or the match got canceled completely. Well,
3: that's an that's Olympic because he's, wrestler. Well, that's if you're an Olympic gold medalist and you're going to some bullshit promotion whatever it is Mm -hmm. they don't want you to not be on the card because they're they're promoting around how many Olympic gold medals are there in in wrestling in the last four Olympics there's only been two three Mm -hmm. three in ten years or in in three Olympics right you know so um, it's it's a oddity especially now he's gonna fight yeah that's someone the promote around. So he can use that as a crutch. He's not going to make weight. Call him up. Tell him I need to catch weight. The promoter's is going to do it. Sure. The And guess promoter will do what? That 10% of your game. pay or 20% of your pay? Well, you're only making like 800 bucks anyways. Yeah. So you're going to get $80 or 150 bucks. So yeah. you have to lose his last three pounds, which is just like, you know, go dragging yourself through crushed glass. So he's had a crutch.
2: Yeah. That's for okay. sure.
3: He's had a crutch, and the crutch is People the goal.
2: willing medal. to look the other way on very, him. Okay.
3: Very willing yeah. to look the other way. You know, that yeah. shit doesn't happen in wrestling. If yeah. you don't make weight, you don't wrestle. There ain't no catch weight. Yeah, and if you, and so same it,
2: thing UFC and in re- wrestling. That's that culture that doesn't fly no, at all.
3: No, it doesn't matter who you are. If you miss weight, you're the dirt. Yeah, you know. So there is no and ca- jujitsu. You step on the scale. You have you can't even you, you check your weight. If it, they call your name, right? You go step on the scale. You have one chance. You step on. You're over. Exed off the bout. Not give me five minutes. Nothing. There's nothing. Nothing. Yeah. 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 So there's no tolerance. And half of these guys that fight came from a jiu-jitsu background. Mm-hmm. Or wrestling, a lot of them came from those two things. Mm-hmm. Or something yeah. else, judo, kickboxing, it's been something something, something where you had been to been make part of it. Yeah. But a lot of these guys, to be fair, were adults and started this. Mm-hmm. And they never had a discipline like if you have to go to school and do wrestling or football or something yeah. where you have to go there. And if you don't show up, the coach get kicked off the team. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a different type of discipline. Now, yeah. these fighters, they come and they train a couple days a week. Everyone says they train seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Fuck off. No, you don't. You know? <laughs> so they don't even train. If you were training much, you'd make weight. So obviously
2: they're not. Right. I want to cut to it though. We're talking, you said earlier, you know, that it was, uh, um, I think what you were getting at, correct me if I'm wrong. Is the answer, is one answer that guys should be fighting at their natural weight, either stay ready, right? At the, especially at the high level, at a UFC level, you've got to stay ready because that's your career. Should you be fighting at a higher weight, your more natural body weight, or should you just. I think you should. I think
3: down that. Less or what? Well, I think that nobody does. I've worked with a lot of guys. I've had 14 UFC champs, I've worked yeah. with thousands of people. I've never seen one single person do a test weight cut. Yeah. Like, they only have a fight scheduled. So that means they're not going to fight for
2: right.
3: two months, three, right. four months. I've, I've never heard some seen a amateur team.
2: guys talking about doing that these days when they want to cut down. Uh, one guy from uh, Boss Ruten's gym, you know, he was coming, coming down and he said, I'm going to give a test run. Do a test weigh in, like, for example, yeah. it's
3: Monday. hmm. And you weigh in Fridays, typically. Let's say, okay. or if you're or if you're on Thursday show, or it's a Saturday weigh in, or whatever. Yeah. For you of MMA, one of the best promotions in the whole universe. Yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> um, if you're you know working on that, especially if it's amateur, it's a same day weigh ins. You should do a test one. Like yeah. for example, start Monday and oh, I'm fifteen over. Okay, work out, train, come the day of the weigh ins, make weight, no matter what it takes, and and then the next day or five hours later, do a fight, mm-hmm. a three fives. Three threes, three twos, whatever it's five fives, wherever you're going to be.
2: Something in the gym
3: and s- real. Mm-hmm. Warm up like the fight, and have the fight, and then find out. Second round, whew, that felt horrible. Yeah. Okay. Next week, mm-hmm. maybe don't t- cut weight again, but give it a week. Train, then start looking at that was a little bit too much. Right. So I'm going to come in. How about in two weeks? I'm going to start again. I'm going to start instead of being twenty over. I'm going to start at fifteen over mm-hmm. because instead of waking up on day of weigh 10 over, I'm wake up 5, I'm be one workout away, not 2, because right. 2 is horrible. Yeah. 10 pounds is horrible. 5 is manageable. 3 is better. And yeah. everyone says, oh, I don't want to hold it down for so long. If you're doing it proper, you're not holding it down, you're maintaining and you're, you're working it right. You've
2: being smarter about your Everyone's own Everyone's got
3: these different right. ways to cut weight and things, yeah. so it's not the nutritionist, I think is, who has nutrition when they start off? But look at these Nobody guys. Can afford up. It. Did BJ Penn, did did Chuck Liddell. These guys came up just, you know what, just swinging on fools, knocking fools out. <clears throat> Once you get more and more money, all of a sudden you like have a separate coach to start your car. A separate coach <laughs> to tie your shoe. That's because you can afford it. <laughs> it's yeah. so true. And then that's what they always say. It's, to get to the UFC is hard. The stay is harder. Then you start getting people around. When you start getting more money, mm-hmm. you start getting people around you. And you start seeing different things occur than would ever happened before. Mm-hmm. Man, if you're dying for that scrap of food, you're going to do everything in your power. If you have a bunch of food, you might waste some. Yeah. And you have people around you. So nutritionists, nutritionist, I think, can put you on a path. What's going to happen is that person, you need someone that's with you that can cut weight mm-hmm. for real the week of
2: the fight. Properly. In other words, start it earlier. Be healthy about it. And get someone, that you, someone
3: that you can't run around like a lot of these fighters have the people in the camp, shut up, uh, you know, my body, I need to rest. You don't know, you're not fighting, you don't know, whatever. And everyone has to kind of shut up. Right. So if you have someone like for me, I don't take that shit at all. You're not a yes
2: I, man. I mean, don't man. need
3: to be there. I yeah. want to be there. Right. If they want me there and they want the same goals. Yeah. But if I run into this thing, well, <laughs> you know, I'm out. Yeah. Because it's just that's just not what I subscribe to. I subscribe to, you know, you don't Dan, Gable fools miss, right. Dan Gable didn't miss weight.
2: <laughs> you're
3: talking about one of the greatest right sure. there you can't come up with that yeah. and so you need someone around you that you uh, you give the key to and you give the mm-hmm. power to right yeah. run me around yeah and then it's time to gather a song where I'm getting out sit down okay it's gonna hurt but I'm doing it right I'm Absolutely. not gonna do something wrong I'm doing this right I've explained to you what's gonna go on here's how it's gonna be now instead of you cutting two pounds and still being eight over we're gonna get five or six off in your yeah. sleep come back and we're gonna do it right I've done this more times than you know, most – all my fighters yeah. put together, I'd have more weigh-ins than every fighter I've ever had if you put all their fights and weigh-ins wow. together. So it's just experience.
2: Yeah. Who besides yourself would you say or some – or maybe it's, you know, specifically what kind of coach is the best for cutting? Who are the guys out there that you think are doing it properly? You know – Or is I, it all just about being a wrestling coach?
3: No, you know, it's it, – I think
2: if you're in a sport that you have to
3: cut weight. Mm-hmm. And wrestling, you know, a few years back, they had a couple of people die cutting weight. But yeah. it had to do with also at, at the same time, they, the introduction of creatine. It was that same – Right. Creatine was getting real big. Yeah. They really mm-hmm. realized that creatine, you know, your cells retain the water mm-hmm. as they're trying to cut all the water. But they're taking all massive loads. Of, and that was when you have to load, like take a whole thing full. Mm-hmm. They had uh, – so they're staying – Dehydrate themselves mm-hmm. beyond what they ever thought because their cells are retaining the water and so their organs burnt up is exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, I think the wrestling is because, you know, wrestling is a grittier sport mm-hmm. by nature. Hey, so is boxing. So is judo. All these guys got to make weight. I think that because wrestling is in high schools, in junior highs, there has been somewhat a regulation, in college, mm-hmm. regulation of the weight. There's a system of weight that's been going on. You know, jujitsu is relatively new to sport jujitsu, where you're making weight because original jujitsu there was no weight class. Sure, it was like hey, anything. It wasn't about a sport; it was a self defense. And
1: like you said earlier, people start jujitsu as adults. People don't start wrestling typically as adults. Typically, now some of these fighters
3: do, and exactly, right, right, right. And so this way, they have had a work ethic ingrained. Like I told you, it Mm -hmm. could be football, it could be basketball, but a sport that's uh, organized Mm -hmm. and that you start when you're a kid, that's in schools, they can't do stupid things because there's. Uh, regulatory agencies like the school district, NCAA something, and they have these rules. No plastics. Mm They have weigh-ins. Right. No diuretics. No diuretics. You think MMA should take
2: a cue from wrestling regulation?
3: They should take a cue right now. Yeah. Because here's what's happening. What's going to happen is these kids are getting younger and younger that are watching this. Yeah. And they're going to learn. And here's how you learn Uh, to cut weight. Whoever's around you that learn how, okay, bro, go spit
2: in a cup. Mm-hmm.
3: sleep in your pajamas with your sweatsuit on and turn the heat up in your room
2: yeah okay
3: terrible and then do that for five days in a row then they can't wrestle these now what's happening is kids have seen these people miss weight or they are hear them, tell them oh I cut 30 pounds or I right. did, I got this diet that grapefruit 45 diet why don't you go on that one yeah you know there's a thousand different diets out there 7,000 right. diets I think so if you look over across the world yeah. what works is how much food you put in your mouth yeah it doesn't matter what either if you eat cookies still eat cookies if you eat steaks, eat steaks. You know what you're you can do. You eat one way. You can switch to kale chips. You know what I mean? That's. But there
2: is something about putting in the right food into well, your it's, mouth. It's, it's yeah. quantity
1: it's, versus quality. It's been an ongoing argument for years. It, I mean, it, it, each person's body is its own machine, and you mm-hmm. know what? For me,
3: I tried to eat clean, like vegetables and this yeah. and that. I might as well have shot myself. But you, you <laughs> I can't do. It. I you like vegetables or fish. But so, I, like, I like to drink soda. I like to yeah. drink beer. I like to eat my cookies uh you know, some Kit Kats if I'm overseas. But you work out better. like a
2: beast too but to it, kill those calories. That's you know? the
3: deal. It's yeah. in the training, it's in the mental you know, life right. is ninety nine percent mental. The other one percent is got of bed. Yeah. The other people got the backwards. So it's mm-hmm. mental
1: toughness and they have to know what the cutting weight is about and how you do it properly. Mm-hmm. I hate to cut you off. We are actually wrapping up here. Yeah. Kenny Johnson, it was a delight to have you on. I You're... feel like
2: we just started to scratch the tip of it, <laughs> right? right? I feel we have like we need to have be like two. a part two. We or do have a part two, part 3, Guys, part 4. Kenny
1: Johnson, part 2 uh, to be announced. We will let TBA. you know. Um Kenny Johnson, you're such an informative guy, not just with <coughs> wrestling but with MMA in general. Thank you for coming on. Thank you very much, uh, appreciate any it. Any shout outs you want to give your yeah. Twitter your Facebook?
2: Talk about Bolt Wrestling,
1: the
3: you website. Know, boltwrestling.com. I think we're going to be going live with more of like a online training type stuff, so there'll oh, cool. be videos. I got, you know, the Bolt Wrestling video out. I have my app, Bolt Wrestling for MMA, available for iPhones at the iTunes store. Nice. And uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is all Bolt Wrestling and uh, you know, check out Black House MMA. Cool. Uh, on Facebook and that yeah
2: we'll have to get into the, you and your students uh, and on the make next sure when one. you're
3: cutting weight sweet sweat I sh- brought it to show you guys this oh cool this yeah. is it it's All right. for part sweet two gotta have, I promise you if
2: I would have had this 20 years ago and this can help a lot it's there's really a fair plug a so, right, so, right there there you go guys very cool Mr. J Tan uh, Instagram Facebook and what's that other one Twitter J Tan 716 and mom I'm not fully caught up yet on <laughs> Nurse Jackie so don't erase the DVR please thank you <laughs>
0: Twitter, Instagram, at Hermosa. Wait, say water.
2: Water. You just like doing that. Stop being a verbal bully. Water. That's
0: weird. Say boat. It's
2: it's cute. That's a, uh, a East Coast thing. Say boat. Boat. About. About. There. No, she's not Canadian. Exactly. It's the East Coast. Thing. <laughs> exactly,
3: yeah. Water. Canadian, Wisconsin. Are Minnesota. you from the East Coast? Where are you from? <laughs> Wisconsin.
1: Oh, okay. I'm from New Jersey, so they it's make East farming. Coast. Oh, okay. You're from Jersey. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. okay, that all makes sense now.
1: Yep. Okay. Uh, Everything at Daria B28. Uh, I may be fighting October 11th. I will be back with details, guys. We will see you uh, Sunday with That's an right. awesome new we'll car. Thank you.